Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, college football fans across the nation and around the world. This is Tim May with the Tim May Show. And I'm bringing back uh, uh, by special request made by myself. Uh, G. Scott Sr., back to the Tim May Show. Father of G. Scott Jr., tight end, uh, owned the Ohio State University Buckeyes, but also co-host of the G. and Ursula Show on, what is that, KIRO, K-I-R-O 97.3 out in Seattle. Uh, he racks, he's really racked up a lot of uh, frequent flyer miles coming going back and forth to see his son play football for the Ohio State University. And he's also known as a motivational speaker and an auctioneer. You'll know a lot about that middle part there, the motivational speaker part, when we get started again. But G. Scott Sr., that was a lot for me to say, but welcome back to the Tim May Show, man. You're in that co-pilot seat. Uh, Tim, I appreciate you having me on, man. If I could only have you travel around with me for introductions, that'd be great, man. That'd be great. So thank you for having me on. How you been, brother? First, before you ask me a question, let me ask you a question. How you been? I've been extremely well. I mean, I've got two grandsons that I love dearly getting to play with. They're like uh, going, they're five and two. And uh, and I've got a wife I've been married to for 41 years. And right on down the line, I mean, uh, my, my, my kids are all good, healthy, and out of the house. You know what I'm saying? So uh, things are going pretty good for me, man. How about, how are things going for you? It's good, man. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to go down to uh, Texas, down there for the Cotton Bowl to see the Buckeyes take on the Missouri Tigers, man. And uh, everybody's happy, healthy, and uh, hopeful, right? When you, yeah. Like that's that's the biggest thing that we all want in life, right? Is to be hopeful. To, everybody wants to have something to have hope for. So everything's good, brother. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, and I'll remind people: there's only 19 more shopping days until the Buckeyes take on Missouri, uh, as we record this. You're excited about that game, right? I mean, you know, some Ohio State fans were quite disappointed. Ohio State's not playing uh, in the college football playoff for the second straight year. And, of course, you know they're quite disappointed. Ohio State didn't beat Michigan for a third straight year. G. Scott Sr., where do you land on those scales, man? Oh, that hurt. You kidding me? <laughs> it hurt, man. That was that was one of the worst feelings ever. You know what I mean? Look, I'm, I'm trying not to laugh, man. but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. man. I look, it, it hurt. Look, I, if you're a Buckeye fan and you love the Buckeyes and you you want them to advance, seeing them play in the college football playoffs is exactly what you want, right? It yeah. hurt. It hurt to hurt to, to lose to that team up north. So I am with everyone else. However, in life, man. You, you got to learn how to take losses, right? Like yeah. it hurt and you got to move on because the sign, the sun shines uh, the next day. I am looking forward to the Buckeyes playing. It feels like, you know, Tim, it feels like new year's already for everyone. It yeah. seems like people are deciding fresh starts, right? People are inside, you know, like people are waiting to the new year to get ready to lose a little bit of weight, you know? And it's the same with the Buckeyes too, right? I'm quite sure those young men and coaching staff, they are 
taking on and doing new things and looking at recruits and, and looking at who's going to be the players that step up. So there has to be excitement in what's going on. All right. Now you, but you're, see, the reason I'm having you on is because number one, um, you're a uh, motivational speaker and auctioneer, which means you don't sit there and mums the word. And number two, uh, you're the father of a player, G. Scott Jr., who made major strides this year. You encouraged him. Uh, we we went all through that. You first you you told him if that if he wanted to transfer at the end of last year, he could have. He he would have your blessing. But you were you were impressed by the way he stuck it out. You know we all know how that year didn't how that year kind of went up and down for him. Uh, now he's sitting here. He there's a good chance he's going into the. Uh, into the 2024 season, 2024 spring drills, heck, the 2024 uh, Rose Bowl maybe, but 20, Rose Bowl, Cotton Bowl, but 2024 season as the number one tight end at Ohio State. And uh, number one, gee, how, how proud are you of your son to this point, of how things went when he decided to stick around? All right. Well, go back to the last time you and I talked. It was before the season. And one of the things, Tim, that you and I talked about was him becoming a better person, right? Yes. You know, and everything connects. I told you that at the beginning of the season. Before you bec can become a good football player, you got to become a good person. And so I want to talk about the strides he has made as just being a good person, right? Uh, I think that in college football, there is a real heavy pressure to uh, win, to play, and make money. Right. The, those, are, those are three things right now. That's really, really it's a real, real hard thing for young men in their 20s. Right. Not even just the young men, but all of us has this pressure to win, make money and playing time. And yeah. so when, when it comes to not just my son, but other Buckeyes that is on this team that have made the conscious decision to believe in doing things the Buckeye way. Now, when you collectively have a bunch of young men all striving for one goal, it's not just one, it's all of them, you know? And, and that goes for those that decide to stay and those that decide to leave, right? Yeah. Like life's, life's hard, man. Nobody, nobody stays everywhere a long time. Sometimes, you know, Tim, you might stay at one job for one, one minute, but your buddy stayed. A, a, a longer minute, right? Like we, everybody does things different. So I'm just saying that to say, sure, I'm proud of my son, but it's it's bigger than that because this journey that he is on because he does play for the Buckeyes is bigger than him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, 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 much, it's much bigger. Like, look, think about it. The Buckeyes lost one game this season. Yeah. By six points, points. Yeah. <laughs> right? And to lose a game and have this pressure that, oh, my goodness, I cannot believe you did that. And so when I talk to my son about those things, I say, you cherish that lesson. Use that to build in life, you know? So yeah. Yeah. it's good. Oh, well. I just wanted to ask you though, man. You're you're a parent of a son who's on the high state football team. You've seen the what 14 guys who've opted to leave 
I'm talking about the transfer out. I'm not talking about the guys who may or may not play in the bowl game. We, we're going to get more, I think, uh, clarity on that as this coming week uh, evolves. But is just as a parent, number one, the starting quarterback has opted to leave, uh, Cal McCord, uh, starting wide receiver, Julian Fleming, is among those leaving. Uh, right on down the line, there have been several, I don't know if surprises, some of these guys, you know, uh, uh, even Julian Fleming, I'm not holding that against him one way or the other. Uh, but uh, but are you concerned about what's going on with the Ohio State football team right now? Or or do you think this is the uh, signs of a new beginning, so to speak? Absolutely not concerned. I mean, we're talking about if if on one hand, people believe that there are a lot of talented players on this team, then why wouldn't a lot of universities want to date these <laughs> these young men that's going to be on these pods, right? Yeah. It makes sense, right? Oh, oh, Ohio State, you're not going to be playing in the college football playoffs. You're going to be playing in the Cotton Bowl. Hey, it's an opportunity for some of these players to go in and go get what they want. I, I just want to say it is not a bad thing that a lot of players, when we have, is it up to 14 now? 14 yeah. have transferred. What is that saying? That's saying that there's a lot of universities that would really love to have these young men in their program, right? This isn't a bad thing. This is just what it is right now. So when I see Kyle McCord, who, by the way, I, I, just, I just really want to say this. I'm proud of that young man. I thought Kyle McCord had an, a fantastic season. Uh, I wish to have seen him do it again next season. It would have been just absolutely beautiful because I can only imagine what a quarterback coming off of a season with just one loss. And I'm not saying that, that the team up north loss isn't a big deal because it is. Oh, no yeah. doubt it's yeah. a big deal. I don't want anybody to think that I'm just glossing over that. It is a big deal. However, I just want to say um, love and admiration for that young man's game and the way that he is is as a person and as a player. I appreciated him. So I just want to get that out of the way. Yeah. But uh but so so you're not I mean you're not concerned there's something going on there. I mean the bottom line is things have a way of uh um uh, what's the word there figuring figuring themselves out right now. You know, I think that's the best way of putting it. Number two, good chance Devin Brown's gonna be the the starting quarterback in the cotton bowl. We'll see how that goes. Some people are leaning to Lincoln Keenholz. So I'm going with what I no best is, uh, you know, it looks like based on the way Ryan Day does things, et cetera, it would probably be Devin Brown first shot. Let's put it that way. You yeah. kind of raved about him a, to a certain extent back in the summer when you were when you were in Columbus on a rainy, what was that, a rainy Monday afternoon? <laughs> and yeah. Paris Day and stuff. Uh, from what you saw of Devin Brown, what does he bring to the table? I know, you know, it sounds funny me asking a guy in Seattle what he thinks, but you've seen this guy operate. Uh, maybe maybe more than uh, even some of us guys who cover the team. What's your take on him? Yeah, I like that kid. Oh, 33, wearing the number 33. That stands out for sure. Same Yeah, got an opportunity to uh, stand there in that practice. I was actually standing with his parents. Lovely people right there. Uh, I think Devin Brown, Lincoln, whoever the case might be. Look, let, let's. I want to just be clear about something. When you are playing the position or you're playing on the team at Ohio State, the margin of difference when it comes to talent isn't like this, right? 
It's like that, right? You know what I mean? Like all of those young men that play for the Buckeyes are really good. If you are learning the position of quarterback uh, under Ryan Day, I can promise you they're pretty good. So I know I have no doubt whoever they decide to start in that Cotton Bowl, Tim, if it's Lincoln, if it's Devin, they're going to be good. But I don't want to escape the question you specifically asked me about Devin. That's a bad man right there. I love his game, right? You want to talk about somebody who's going to be a real, that's a dual threat now, right? What, what, what are you going to do? You're going to actually have to have an extra defender to account for what he can do with his legs. So yeah. watch out, mama. Yeah. Well, you saw that tweet he posted with the uh, with the ships in the harbor all on Whoa. fire, right? <laughs> Tweet. The, the, the beauty in that tweet, oh, I just loved it, was so many people didn't catch it at first. Like, oh, my goodness. Hey, young man, Devin, if you hear this, that was one of the best tweets of all time, baby. <laughs> I mean, especially for a college student, they're not supposed to be that clever, right? I mean, you that know what I'm saying. Yeah, hey, was... well, let's get into it, though. Uh, uh, obviously, you touched on it a minute ago. A lot of these guys who are leaving – Number one, they kind of see a glass ceiling, I think, that they maybe some of them that they may never penetrate, you know. Number two, I think, as I've said it, some of these guys, I think by the second or third, fourth year in college, you realize sort of where you are in the pecking order, meaning the NFL is not an open is not an open session. I mean, they're very rarely – it's very few guys who get to that level and make a lot of money, you know what I mean, much less get drafted high. Yeah, it's kind of a convoluted all, all the way around the world question here, uh, G. But uh, uh, your big, your biggest payday uh, may come in the next year or two if you do transfer, right? I mean, I'm talking about the way things are set up now. Your biggest payday in football may come in that, and I think some of these guys may be getting that allure uh, or that lure uh, is. I don't know. Explain explain that world to people uh, who maybe don't understand uh, the distractions for one of another term. Some of these guys are dealing with now in college football and we're, we're going to get into the NCAA trying to reel that in now, finally, uh, maybe too late. But uh, uh, when somebody knocks at your door, either, either uh, politely or impolitely and offers you a better deal somewhere, that's tough to turn down when you're not really getting to play where you are, isn't it? Yeah, Absolutely. There's a saying of how you view things is how you do things, all right? And, 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 and sometimes I think that most families, right, and kids, and I, I always include the families because families are important. They do yeah. so much uh, to get them there and or support them while they're there. But families and kids, when they come into this college football space, right, I think it is really just simple. They just want to play football. Right. And they were really good at playing football. And then I don't know, maybe it goes really well. Maybe it goes OK. Maybe it goes terrible. Right. Yeah. It just because I think that everyone goes there with this idea. Most go there with the idea that they're going to be getting the playing time. So let me specifically talk about the case for my son. Right. Um, the playing time that he got was um wasn't expected at first like i knew he started off as a wide receiver and that whole thing but you know talking to some people uh had this idea 
to go and move to tight end. Well, where I underestimated, I underestimated the transition that it would truly take to become a good tight end. Yeah. I thought, right, like tight end, oh, he can catch, he can run routes, just go out there and just put him out there, right? Yeah. But no, you have to be able to block in the Big Ten, right? <laughs> yeah. And so what I'm trying to say, and I'll just wrap this and keep it simple. Sometimes you have to put your ego to the side, right? And then people might say, oh, your son's a bust. He's terrible. He didn't become as good as everybody thought he would. He's awful. And you have to compartmentalize those things and say, one, there's a lot of hurt people that want to hurt people. Yeah. Number one. Number, number two, sometimes I feel like we live in a society where it is more important to prove yourself than it is to improve yourself, right? Yeah. So as my son is getting better at the game, and by the way, this goes for a lot of Buckeyes or a lot of college players, as they're getting better, they have to decide what really is more important. Is it more important for playing time or is it more important for development? And the thing is, is that sometimes it's easy to say, well, it didn't pay off now. Like he didn't, he didn't become this player right now. And he didn't show the Buckeyes and all the fans what he can do now. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe the development of him and anybody else, maybe that isn't supposed to pay off right now. Sometimes it pays off five years from now. You just never know when the payoff is. All you can focus on is the direction and worry less about the destination. The direction is the most important. So I digress and I just say it like this. My son, because of the route that he took, right? The not having to leave to go try to go chase playing time. Not trying to the moment that he had against the team up north, which we all know he had a headbutt moment, right? He had a headbutt moment. Right. A, a moment probably that probably brought him to his lowest point last year. Yeah. Last year. But in life, Tim, it is the losses that we need to take in order for us to scale up. So I hope I'm not boring you with that answer. I'm just trying to really make it possible and understand that while I understand the transfer portal, I am super happy that kids and families are able to control their destiny. But sometimes I'm worried about how sometimes you're supposed to take those life lessons, take that bit of humility so that you can possibly get the payoff later in life. Yeah. And, and, and it's really hard to do. Look, yeah. it's really, really hard to do. Right. Yeah. But, but I, I, in my heart, for every, for every Joe Burrow that transfers and makes an immediate impact or Jamison Williams who makes an immediate impact, for every one of those, yeah. there's probably 500 plus of the other way. 
Exactly. Chasing opportunity as opposed to earning opportunity are two different things, you know, and uh, uh, it's, I just think we're in the, we're in the weirdest time in that regard. I don't, like you said, I don't hold it. Anybody who's unhappy or feels like they've been stepped over, stepped on to be stepped over. Okay. Go and do your thing. But you know, like you said, it really takes a lot of evaluation and reevaluation to determine who you are. And I hold your son. It's the reason I wanted to have you on here. I hold your son as an example of, of a guy, you know, like you said, he was a big time wide receiver recruit switches to tight end could have left after last year, after things went South, you know, when, uh, didn't go his way. And, uh, instead he stuck it out and it looks like he's going to stick it out even, you know, now. And it's, he's really close to that big time payoff. I'm not talking about money wise. I, I have no idea what his NIL situation is. I would think he got some, uh, I would think he got some feelers from some folks about, are you happy there? Do you want to, do you want to move on? Maybe. Yeah. 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 Of course he did. Or at least no. his dad did. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no doubt about it. Yeah. Right. How, did that, how does that work without naming names? How does that work? Jay senior. What's that? How does that work when people put out a feeler? Hey, are you happy there? Give people some insight on how it's being how college football is going right now. Man, look, man, look, it's 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 like this, right? You know, in your profession, there might be you might hear about something, and somebody might say, "Hey, Tim, hey, I just want to let you know, I heard, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, you're not gonna just jump on social media and ride with that. No, you're gonna you've been doing this a long time. You have enough yeah. tape. You're gonna confirm and do your things, right? Well, I mean, look, man, it's like life. Right. There's feelers and people know people and and all that stuff. There's really that, that's kind of the good and bad news about this. There's really no regulations to this stuff. Yeah. You know, what I mean? there's, uh, you know, oh, maybe you shouldn't reach out to folks, but it, it, it happens all over college football. So the process is just, you know, it's a, it's a little weird, man. Yeah. It's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, bottom line is, though, like I just said a while ago, G stuck to his knit and he was in. When they when they called twelve personnel, he's on he was on the field this year. Sometimes eleven yeah. personnel. You know what I mean? Uh, it it is slowly but surely it has come his way. You know, and I'm not I'm sure knowing him and knowing you, he's not taking anything for granted. Uh, but uh, I guess what would what would be your counsel to other youngsters who are feeling that way right now? You know what I mean? That uh, you know, we, like I said, we've seen fourteen, fifteen jump into the portal from Ohio State. What would be your counsel to them? Look twice before you jump. I mean, you know what I mean. What, what what's a what's a good saying? I guess to handle in this. I think I would be broad in what I would say to anyone. Well, first of all, um, I'm never going to outstep my boundaries. I'm not going to talk to anybody other kid. But if I did have the opportunity for everyone, I would just say, just make sure you keep what's important to you at the forefront yeah right yeah is is playing time like so i told you we talked about it there's three reasons there is the pressure to win right the pressure to play and then there's also the pressure to make money <laughs> no doubt about that and if y'all don't believe that yes money is a pressure these days right yeah so let's go with money if money is a pressure, be careful. 
all money and good money. <laughs> Payouts, you can get a payout now or you can get and wait for that later on payout. It, the decision is when do you want the payout? But again, again, and sometimes, Tim, sometimes money is important. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about it. Money is really, really important. I'm not saying that. But just make sure you got to really be careful if money is a deciding factor. Because even we know adults in life that have made awful decisions tied to money. Yeah. Playing time. Now, look, I think the goal for all of these top Division I schools is for a lot of these young men to make it, to make it pro. Sure. And in order for you to get out there, you, you have to get out there and you need to get the film, right? Joe Burrow needed to get out there and show the world who he was, right? And yeah. other players get out there and show who you are. So if you feel like playing time is really important, which, by the way, it is, because you, you get on social media, you get on Twitter, and people make opinions about you based on your playing time. As a matter of fact, Tim, I got something to say to you and everybody in your profession. You ready? I'm ready. Wait, let me brace myself. Go ahead. Some of you guys make opinions and set narratives on players based on playing time. Yep. Some of you guys go to as many practices as the fans. <laughs> However, you make opinions about on playing time. Yeah. Just want, just want to jab you a little bit. That's no, okay, it. man. No, that's good. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So just, and so I want everyone to know that people setting opinions about the way that you play most of the time comes from how much you play, right? They'd be like, oh, he must be no good. Ryan Day isn't putting him on the field. He must be no good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Was, was Marvin Harrison no good when he was sitting behind Garrett Wilson? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we could do we could do this all day. Was a Mecca no good when he was sitting behind uh Jackson Smith and Jigba? Yeah. You know? yeah. So was CJ Stroud no good when he was sitting behind Justin Fields? So again, the pressure to play. And then that's just wanting to win. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sometimes you want to go to a place if you want to win. So those those three things are really strong based on who and what you guys want. Just go ahead and do you. G. Scott Jr. decided because, number one, it's special playing for the Buckeyes, man. It ain't easy playing for the Buckeyes. It's hard. It's real hard. And as a father, right, I watch Iron Sharpen Iron. As a father, selfishly speaking, I look at my son at Ohio State and say, let's see. What kind of lesson would he learn if he was at a school where he got out there and played? Or what kind of lesson will he learn if he's at a place where it has been so hard for him to play? He's at a place where he's been there since early 2020, and it was just this year in 23 where he just got out, and he just got a little bit. And then when he got his first start against Rutgers, right? He got his first start against Rutgers. Pow! Boom! Right? Yeah. You, 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 you saw it. Boom. Oh, Boom. Yeah. oh, okay. So it's there. So it's not really. So that's the thing that at Ohio State, sometimes it can be hard 
to still see the value of you as a player. But that's another problem because they need and we all need to make sure that these young men aren't placing their value in the world on the type of football player that they are. It goes back to what I said. You got to be a better person to be better at anything. Yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, and by the way, uh, to set the record straight, so I'm not indicted uh, after this uh, podcast, I have always, this has been one of my, I don't know, not failing, so I don't call it a failing at all. I know that when these guys show up here at Ohio State, they're 18. Some of them are 17 now. You know what I mean? A few. But I always give them the benefit of the doubt in terms of climbing that ladder because some of it's sometimes it's linear. Sometimes it's up and down like an electrocardiogram. Sometimes it's right here. And then all of a sudden they get the opportunity because they, there were guys in front of them and they knew it when they showed up at Ohio state, there were guys in front of them. When uh, Devin Brown committed to Ohio state, Quinn Ewers was, had, was in the, was, was going to be in the uh, quarterback room. You understand what I'm saying? Was in the quarterback room already. Uh, he didn't show up after Quinn Ewers left. My point was he grasped that challenge. He wanted that challenge. And those are the kind of guys that I keep my eye on. Just like with your son, I keep my eye on him. Things have not gone swimmingly. He's an example. But all of a sudden now, the uptick is is real. You can see it. And uh, and I, I just think it's, it's folly to judge a guy on one play his freshman year, you know what I mean, or whatever you want to call it, a quarterback getting beat uh, his fifth game of his uh, of his freshman year. It's it's stupid because it's all about development, like you said. If the problem with college football is the guys that get really good really fast, boom, all of a sudden they jump off the screen and go somewhere else. The guys you're the guys you're trying to bring along are they now getting impatient and they jump off the screen and go somewhere else? That's a problem you didn't have twenty years ago. You know what I mean? Or five years ago. Now you've got to fill in the blanks in that regard. So these coaches are working 24-7, man. It's kind of crazy what they're going through. I wanted to ask you this. Uh, uh, what what do you expect from this football team in Dallas? You're going to make the trip, I'm sure. Uh, do you expect to see a little bit of a disjointed team? I mean, because they are replacing a starting quarterback. They have had several guys leave. There may be guys sit out the game who are going to go to the NFL. One of them, and I'm going to ask you about Marvin Harrison Jr. in a minute, just your take on him in the final analysis, along with the Heisman deal. But what 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 do you expect to see from the Buckeyes on the night on the 29th? The Buckeye way, right? I, yeah. I, I expect them to go out there, and I expect them. The expectation is for them to win that game. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not trying to make this bulletin bulletin board material, but I would assume that Missouri, they expect to win the game. Right. Like yeah. you don't go into favor. Yeah. You, don't, you don't go into. Well, let's just hope. No, you expect there's an expectation, especially if you are a, 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 a Buckeye, those young men and those, that coaching staff. If you are a Buckeye fan, you're not going into that Cotton Bowl game with this. Oh, well, no, there's an expectation to win. That's number one. Number two, I, I, I expect this. I'm going to answer that question, but I'm going to um, uh, enter into something else that I just it's really important that I say. You know, Ryan Day has been judged on his, you know, last three games against the team up north. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, hey, look, it ain't good. I'm sure Ryan Day will tell you it ain't good. 
fans are paid are good, alumni, nobody thinks is good. Okay, cool. Let's got that out of the way. But I do, I want to share something that um, that Ryan's, Ryan Day does stand for as, because I would assume that Buckeye fans would be happy to know that it's more than just football, right? And there was a point in time where, where my son had a really hard go at this stuff. And I'm bringing this up to just say, I, I, this is important. While it might be easy to judge Ryan Day on the three losses in a row to the team up north, no doubt about it, but make sure he also gets judged by what he does with these young men, building them up, helping to become good men in society, right? Good mm -hmm. men that people's uh, daughters can marry or good men to become CEOs, good men to become good uh, businessmen, all of that stuff. And I say that because, you know, um, like I said, my son had a hard time and Ryan Day is someone who did not give up on him. Partially the reason why my son won't give up on this place. But how this team is going to be from the Cotton Bowl on, I expect them to win the Cotton Bowl. I expect them to then go into and have an, an incredible um, winter offseason an incredible spring, an incredible fall camp, an incredible season. I expect them to beat the team up north and win a national championship. That, that, that is, that is, those are things that are written. Write that down. Boom. Those are written down. Those are real goals. Now, everything that you do in between is, you know, before you get to the destination, we talked about, you got to worry about the direction of that path. So that, that path starts they had practice the last couple of days. They'll practice again this week and they're going hard at it, right? Yeah. Whoever's there is there. Whoever's not is going to probably go on and do great things. So that's the expectation, Tim May. The expectation is to win, period. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. was named the Blitnikoff Award winner, finished fourth in the Heisman Trophy race. Uh, did he leave his mark at Ohio State? Absolutely. Or, or as he said, he's Still claims he, as we were recording this, he hadn't made up his mind whether he's leaving or not because, like you just said, uh, losing to that team up north, as he said, uh, has left a mark. Not getting in the college, not not getting to play for the Big Ten championship and win it in his three seasons. That's hard to believe, G. Scott Senior, based on the way things were when he walked into Ohio State, that uh, a player of his caliber, his magnitude, has not even had a chance to play for the Big Ten championship. <laughs> And it's not beating uh, the team up north. Uh, that's real to him. You know what I mean? And uh, some people are just laughing behind his back going, yeah, well, he's leaving because he's going to be one of the top five players picked. But people don't understand you only get one chance at college football, right? It may be five or six years now, but you only get one chance at it. Uh, do you take him at his word that he hadn't made up his mind? Absolutely take him at his word, right? I mean, it, it, it is real. I mean, just based on – I've never been anywhere near the skill set of any of these guys playing this college football game, right? Yeah. But uh, just listening to how they talk if they lose a game or if they win a game or just talking about this game just in general. Yeah, man, I believe that his decision it hasn't been made yet because the, the willingness to come back and play and win that game against the team up north. I mean, look, 
I don't, I never, I mean, I've watched the rivalry. You know, everyone's watched the Buckeye team up north rivalry, right? We, yeah. I don't think I really understood it. Even, even, you know, as you remember, my son was a freshman, 2020, there was no game. Yeah. And, this and, that. and, and then, of course, uh, just, I just want to say that every time that team plays the last three seasons, I just want to tell you, Tim, it has been a really bad day for me. How about that? Yeah. It's been a really bad day. It's just, it's just been a bad day. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just laughing, though, as you were talking. So I'm thinking, in, but 2019, you were still calling it Ohio State versus Michigan. And, uh, yes. man, yes. you got baptized into the team up north, uh, you know, the Ohio State way of the team up north and stuff. And it's real, isn't it? It's tangible. Oh, 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 oh man. Yeah. Yo, I'm not, I'm not faking it. It's it's real. I and I'll tell you this: when I put together my book, I'm just waiting for him to get done with college football. When gotcha. I put together my book, I'm gonna read it. You're going. There's going to be a chapter in there where I dig into detail what has happened the last three games against the team up north. It is. It's it's fascinating. Yeah. Well, I, I can't <laughs> wait to read it because I know I'm gonna get a free copy. Um, hey, last thing. I, I, yes. I, I've got a Heisman vote. I've had a Heisman vote for 40 years. Uh, number one on my ballot was Michael Penix Jr. Uh, number two was Marvin Harrison Jr. And number three was Jaden Daniels. I think Jaden Daniels put up a hell of a year, uh, didn't get the wins. But that's what I, I you know, who knows? You can. You can mix those around any way you want. You can throw Bo Nix in there. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, I think Bo Nix had a hell of a hell of a career, hell of a season, et cetera. I mean, to narrow it down to one guy is kind of folly. I thought Michael Penix Jr., though, uh, here's a guy that came back from, what, three or four knee injuries, et cetera, changed his venue, went with his – had been his offensive coordinator at Indiana, went to him, met with him when he became the head coach at Washington – and the last two years, I think, has been the difference maker on a team that everybody's now shortchanging again, you know, uh, about them having a chance to to be in the national championship game. They think they're going to be, get beaten in the semifinals. I go with Michael Penix Jr., and they're within a score, and he's got the ball in his hands. That team has a shot. I think you agree with me. You live in Seattle. Uh, I, I just love everything about Michael Penix Jr., just like I do those other guys. Uh, was my vote wasted on Michael Penix Jr.? Before I answer that, before I answer that, I want to ask a question. If Michael Penix Jr. was the quarterback for Alabama, for the Ohio State, for Georgia, yeah. any of these other teams, yeah. would he have been the winner? Yeah. Yeah. What was the closest – it was the closest finish in what uh, seven or eight years or whatever. But go ahead though. Yeah, uh, thirteen and 0. 13, Yeah, and he took a team who had it on their bingo cards that the University of Washington would be ranked number two by the College Football Player Playoff Committee at the end of the season. Anybody? Yeah. Any any expert said that. No. No. That's what he did. Yeah, hands down, he deserved that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, Geez, Scott Senior, for making me feel better about my vote. I just, oh, man. I just like a guy that gets it done, man. And he got it done. Jaden Daniels, bless his heart, 
played his rear end off, didn't get yeah. it done. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and the Buckeyes fell short in the one the one true game they had to win. And obviously, yeah. you got to win all of them to get to where you want to go. Uh, but Marvin Harrison Jr., best wide receiver I've covered at Ohio State, I'll say that now. Uh, they've all had their own special niches. But this guy is different, man. He's as I told him one day. I said, "You, you don't. You're not just a hell of a football player. You're an entertainer. The way you play the game. Go ahead." Yeah, no doubt. Well, I mean, I look. I can I can say a lot about uh, these Buckeyes. I, I I'm, I'm proud of all of them. Uh, Marvin Harrison. You know, I thought I thought he represented uh, Zone Six in that wide receiver room to the best of its ability. He is continuing with that legacy of what's going on inside of that room. Bless them. And uh, hey, man, you know, one of the things I gotta say, I gotta give you some credit, man. I, I want to tell you something, Tim May. When you uh, when I hear you, I can hear your voice asking Ryan Day some of these questions and stuff. Uh -huh. I, you do a good job, man. You, you and here's why you do a good job. You you do a good job in asking these questions because I can tell that you're not you're not asking questions to try to trap anyone. You're asking questions that you genuinely you ask questions truly for the people. Like you're asking these questions, like, hey, this is the information I think myself and others want to know. So I just want to yeah. give you some props, man. Well, thank you very much, G. Scott uh, Senior. You read that. You 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 said that almost exactly the way I wrote it for you. Appreciate okay. that. Yeah, you got it. You got hey, it. you're going to be in Dallas. I'm going to be in Dallas. Somehow or another, we got to hook up, you know. We got uh, to hook up, man. We yeah. Go. But, ladies and gentlemen, G. Scott Sr., man, uh, I knew he'd be a good co-pilot once again because he's made all these cross-country trips. He should know how to fly by now. Isn't that right, G? You got it. Yes, I mean, sir. you're going to be taking trips to Tahiti and stuff on all those frequent flyer miles. But, uh <laughs> Man, thank you once again for uh, joining the Tim May Podcast, and happy, happy holidays to you, my man, and you and yours. All right. Take care, brother. And until next week, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you then. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.